0: Hello everyone, I hope you're having a great day, but if not, you're about to. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. If you've ever wondered what it was like to work on a cruise ship, well, this is what we're about. Old and new crew members telling their stories in their own words of what it was like to work on a cruise ship. So come on over to the pool bar, order up a hurricane or a rum punch, sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Story. Hey everybody welcome back to the show this is Scott with my ship story I've got our guest Todd we've got Brad and Eric here as everybody knows already Todd I actually worked with very He was one of the very first people that I met on the cruise ship on the gangway back in the day what is this like 30 years ago. So We're going to get to Todd here in a little bit. First, we got to uh, see what's going on around the table. Brad, Eric, anything going on today? Not really.
1: Right. Other, th- other than I listened to the podcast that dropped today, and of course, right. Todd, we mentioned Todd already, and so now we're recording oh, the that's right. that's uh, right. ship story, so this is great.
2: <laughs> I'm just uh, happy to see Todd again. Todd is a good friend of mine, and he stops by. He seems to stop by uh, here in Nashville every year,
0: two years, and it's uh always great catching up with todd
3: yes eric's turn to come north yes it
0: is my turn todd you know i might mention also he's with Bruce planter family so if you guys are look for a vacation or something like that go to
3: see the world dot fun
0: all right well todd uh this is your turn to tell us your ship story i'm sure this is going to be fun i'm sure there's a tons of stories <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself where you where you've been how long are you on the ships
3: uh, so yeah hey everybody my name is todd i uh my ship story begins back in uh, 1992, uh, as well as Scott mentioned. My first ship was with the uh, with Royal Caribbean Majesty of the Seas, but that was not my first company. I attended the Cruise Career Travel Training Center, I think it was called, in Fort Lauderdale, uh, one month. Brand Scott mentioned earlier. Well. Sorry, I have an inv- invader right here. Yeah, so I did that for a month, decided to move down to, to Fort Lauderdale with some friends who also we're part of that. Um, sorry. <laughs> that we're also part of that. And uh, we had a good time and um, I got contacted by Dolphin Cruise Lines. Remember that cruise line? Didn't they run into
2: us in Cozumel? They, they ran into the pier in Cozumel and, yeah. and okay. had a huge hole on the side of their ship and all the passengers had to get off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but uh, yeah, well, that was my my first company. I got a, hired over the phone with them. And let's do this timeline. Like Maybe Saturday morning, they called and said, hey, we want to uh, have you join the ship. Okay. Great. In one week. Now I was listening to all your podcasts this morning or this afternoon, and we all kind of have that similar hurry, 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 rush, rush, rush. Right. I, I had already had my passport, so I was good there. Um, (laughs) But I didn't need to get my physical. Because
1: because you were a graduate of the Cruise Career Training Institute, and they told you, get a passport.
3: That's correct. (laughs) That is, yes. (laughs) Hey, on
1: the Cruise Career thing, um,
0: when did you guys go? Did you guys go around the same time, do you think? I was in
3: January of 92.
1: Yeah, I would have been around May of 91. Uh, So
3: yeah, it was actually, yeah, it was 30 days of fun really in Fort Lauderdale classes Monday through Friday and then weekends off. Uh, We did a a field trip to the Bahamas on that um, day cruise. I forget what they were called. Seascape. Seascape. There you go. I mean, it's been so long ago that I can't remember all that stuff. We had a really good time. I took a leave of absence from my job in Pennsylvania. Did that training and met all these people and we all decided to move back down there. What did you do I,
0: before the ships?
3: Oh, what? sorry, yeah. I was like a mixed bag of stuff. I worked, after I graduated high, I graduated high school, I went to, um, moved to San Francisco for a few years thinking, or actually I lasted only a few months because I thought I would be closer to get a cruise ship job, my dream job. My original job that I wanted to do was a flight attendant. I used to think that would be an awesome job to have, just be able to fly around the world kind of thing. Uh, however, I was a little bit too heavy and a little too tall for that because you had to be like six, no more than six three, and you couldn't weigh around the same You know, height and weight measurements. So um, yeah, so that's what I did. And then before I came down to Fort, Fort Lauderdale, I was working at a retirement community as a waiter in an independent retirement community, had these retirement community people go on vacation, they were going on a cruise. So I sent my resume and everything with them to just give it to the captain, give it to whomever you have to give it to. And actually this one lady came back and she said, you know, I gave it to the purser. They told me to give it to the purser and he asked if you were American and he just laughed in my face. And I said, why did he do that? I, go, I don't know. We'll find out once I get the job. And the reason I went to Cruise Career, I'm guessing maybe Brad, you did the same, is because they had career placement or job placement assistance. Yes. That was the first I've ever heard of anything like that. Got this phone call with from Dolphin they said well you need to go get a physical you need to go get a tuxedo and you need to do I had to do all this running around I had no money just like the rest of us I heard the stories earlier today (laughs) I was just like you know 21 22 like no money barely making it so I'm running around but I have to share this funny physical story with you because I went to the Siemens center in Fort Lauderdale, because I was last where I was living and I went there. And the doctor, now, we all know how you have to cough, turn your head and cough kind of thing. Well, I'm standing there and the dude goes, we're, we're nonchalantly talking. and He says, okay, stand up, pull your pants down and show me your dick. And I was like, What? <laughs> Well, I'm not in Pennsylvania anymore because they don't say that kind of stuff in
2: Pennsylvania. I was like, and it took you two seconds to pull your pants <laughs> down. a
3: half.
1: I couldn't wait. I, I can't. Wouldn't wait for you to ask. I've been wanting yeah. to do this the whole time I've been
3: it, it, it took a second and a half, baby. That's, that's the fastest this big boy could ever move. So yeah. So that, that's how that worked. And then I was like, okay, cool. While I was finishing getting ready, all my stuff gathered together, figuring out what I was going to do with all my crap that I moved down to Fort Lauderdale. You know, I'm going to see on. Saturday what, what am I gonna do with all my stuff my car all that kind of stuff I get a phone call from Dave Vanderpass was that his name Dave yeah Vanderpass? Yeah,
2: yeah
3: right and of course again you said earlier there's it, it was before cell phones so of course I had to use a payphone because I was <laughs> so I called him back and he's like hey yeah I'd like to interview you for a job we have on on one of our new shifts I'm like cool when he's like oh I guess I was sailing Sunday because he goes how about Saturday oh okay yeah so I go into the, to drive down to Miami. Interview was like three or four hours long because he was so busy because it was what? ship day. It was a ship no. day. So everybody kept coming in, all the crew staff people, cruise directors coming in. He showed me around to Richard Fain's office, you know, showed me around everything. And then he goes, well, you know, has anybody offered you a job? And I was like, oh crap, what do I say? Like, do I be truthful? I mean, well, I'm supposed to sail tomorrow on Dolphin, but if you have an offer, I'd rather take, it, take you up on it. <laughs> and then he said, well, we'd like to offer you the position. I go, Done. I'm in. Because uh, he said, you, I'd be bringing out the majesty of the seas. Okay. <laughs> yes, mister, I have my passport. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, and that's what I did. I, I drove straight home to Pennsylvania, 24 hours, 26 hours alone in my car with my stuff. So that's how I got started uh, with Royal Caribbean. And then of course I I flew over to to France with the rest of the group to the majesty. Uh, Royal Caribbean is always gonna have a a special place in my heart because it was the first cruise company I worked with. Uh, Just for all of you to know, I I worked another eight years. I worked four with Royal and four with Kennard. So I I did an eight year career, which was great. I got to see the world the way I wanted it and got paid for it. (laughs) Do you
0: remember all of the the crap that we went through because we had just taken a position and got three times the money that the you know the people before us um, were doing for years and stuff? So we were hit with a not people weren't nice they put us below the water you know they you know we were kind of like the stewards and you know just it was it was really crazy i can't remember who it was it might have been i don't know if it was ge or i don't know if it was greg or or who it was but you know we had gotten trashed on the way back to our cabin had stopped by the office and, and wrote up some, some paper something like why we should have our position on every ship. It, mainly because we uh-huh. wanted to go somewhere else.
2: But, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that because you guys were the OGs for that position. You know, you didn't couldn't go to any other ship. You that was the only ship that had that position. Yeah. Todd. What's OG?
3: Oh, Sorry. What's OG? Orig- original, original guys. Original
0: guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Original guys. Yes, you got it.
3: Apparently, I'm not woke enough. Oh, now <laughs> now that we're now
0: that we're old, everybody you know says FOG
1: like you know fucking old guys. Oh, I haven't uh, been called and, that yet. And and so you, you just <laughs> did. <laughs> we were so we were all pretty close to being on the majesty at the same time i don't know if we really were but w- we were really close because we were all of us were on there pretty close to 95 weren't we no
2: we so we were there on, on the original. original we the three of us worked there there during the crossing in the first years. years and then yeah and then i went back when i went back i don't think scott or todd was back on there that was oh, like early okay, okay. and that was late 95 like Fall, winter of '95, going into early '96.
1: Okay, but, but I, we just we just missed each other then, though. We just missed yeah. each other.
0: All right, Todd. We we uh, so you got any stories? Any fun, crazy, uh, wild stories? I know there's stories.
3: Well, there are stories, but you know what? My, my FOG in me is uh, <laughs> I'm kind of losing things, but that's why I had to make the note. Uh, during the crossing, small town PA boy going to France for the first time, going overseas for the first time, and then having. Do you remember during the crossing uh, over to New York uh, from Southampton to New York, we had a bunch of execs feed the crew. They served the crew in the dining room.
2: That was between New York. That was between New York and Miami. That was the oh, was cruise, That was yeah. the cruises
0: to nowhere. The the
2: uh, yeah. the media so it was,
3: cruises because it was over Easter. See, I just I because we were in uh, Charleston over uh, yeah. Charleston over Easter. Yeah. I think that year. Yeah. I thought it was during the crossing, but I remember seeing it up in the Viking Crown Lounge during the crossing and north of 9. could be a little rough, right? So I had a little free time and I wanted to hide away from the, the posse. And so I, I, was, I remember seeing the at the Viking, uh, Viking Crown Lounge, looking straight out and just watching the bow of the ship kind of do this real slow. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. This is like a, an amusement park ride. This is <laughs> what my life is going to be right here is an amusement park ride 24 seven. I'm going to be adventurous. I'm going to venture out these fine dining restaurant, you know, whatever they serve on the ship and whatever. And I go, oh, look, they have escargot on the menu. I think I'll try that because, you know, snails, whatever. So I'm like all excited. They put it down in front of me. And I was like, take it away, take it away. <laughs> I just could not bring myself to eat the snails. And to this day, I can't do that either. But, oh, uh, really? Uh, oh, God. Yeah, nope, can't do it. No matter that's, how much garlic butter you put it in.
2: That's what, how I learned. I had never an escargot until I got on ships. And there was so much garlic and butter that I just absolutely loved it. And I used to order it in the officer's mess. We used to be able to order it. Mm-hmm. and oh. it was uh, every week every tuesday it was tuesday night or monday night every monday night which was the c day was the formal c night it's when they had cargo. and i ordered every week
3: we didn't get that in the, in the slum
0: mess <laughs> <laughs> yeah we didn't have it in the mess but you know when when i was on the empress they let us dine in the dining room as long as we were like in the tux and stuff and that's when we tried Escargo the, the first time. And, and I was like, done. I, I love it, I love it. I, I, every time we'd go up there to order like two or three trays, I'm like, that's my whole dinner, I just want four of them. That's awesome. No, that
3: good. Not me, not me either, but um, it, it was a good time. But you remember we also, when we pulled into New York, it was so amazing to watch the statue. Like, because yeah. it was being first time abroad and then all of a sudden you're coming back in and you see the Statue of Liberty like, oh, now I can imagine what it felt like to be <laughs> you know, immigrating to America because you're coming past the statue and you, you know, whatever. So obviously it's way different feeling. It was really just cool. But remember we had that Olympic gala on board. Yeah. yeah. Jackie Joyner Kersey was in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Rash- Griffith uh, uh,
2: Joyner came
3: on as and, well. And Ahmad Rashad was the guest speaker and um, the little uh, sports announcer guy. What's his name? Bob um, Costas. That's yeah, it. That's it. Tom, Tom yeah, C- yeah. Because we were working backstage. And so we had to deal with some of that staging. And I remember we were doing the live, lighting light positions for the and i had to fill in for bob costas and then of course he he comes out and he's like five feet shorter than me i'm like <laughs> that lighting's a little off isn't it so, but what i remember most about that is remember jan used to one of the first things jan out of jan mills was mouth was you don't ask for autographs you don't ask for photos you just treat them like normal people you yeah, know i'm like oh my god but these, these some of these people are, <laughs> These are celebrities. Like, come on. come on! How can you make me squash my dreams? Well, we were backstage, and Dawn Lewis was singing the national anthem that night. And you remember Dawn Lewis? She was in um, uh, she was in a TV show that um, spinoff of the uh, Cosby Show with Lisa Bonet when she yeah, went off to college. college I forget, right. I forget yeah, was yeah. that too, so yeah. so this so I'm like, here's how stupid I am. So I'm holding the flashlight for her before she goes out. I'm like, 'cause I am because i can not ask for autograph, can't ask for photos. I'm like, I need to tell you, it's such a privilege for me to hold your flashlight for you this <laughs> 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 I'm like, Yeah, I'm a dick. I'm, a, yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> that's it. But it was really cool to kind of peek out the curtain and just see all those the like, you had a bunch of soap opera stars and all that kind of stuff going on there. So, Queen Sonia. Yeah, when that we got to Miami. That was
2: yeah, that was the uh, the first first cruise when we did the, the, the christening. Sunday, yeah. The christening, yeah, yeah. But I remember that Todd because I I couldn't go in to see all that stuff that was going on. But I was working the front desk, and I remember a couple things that happened. One is Florence Griffith Joyner mm-hmm. came in with her husband, who was Jackie Joyner Kersey's brother. The they were put in a. It wasn't a suite. The ship didn't really have suites. I, I don't remember. I don't believe. <clears throat> They just had the cabins up on the on the that, that had the balcony cabins, mm-hmm. um, deck and or actually, yeah, deck eight, And I actually, don't think there were balcony cabins. When you think about it, they were just windows. But those were the biggest ones we had. And they wanted a they wanted a bigger room. They're like the room is tiny. We want a bigger room, and they were not happy at all. And I, and I had to tell them, there are no other rooms. You are in one of the biggest rooms, except for the owner's suite. You are in, you know, the biggest room around. And, and you're they just overnighting. Just the night. Yeah, it was the one <laughs> night in New York overnight.
3: Yeah, so th- those are some really cool uh, memories that I have dealing with, uh, working, not dealing, working with those, uh, with entertainment. I remember before we, uh, in Southampton, coming up into Southampton for the inaugural portion of it, we were told we're working with a Patula Clark. Now, I don't know if Scott, I, Scott, we didn't mention in your segment that um, what we were hired, not just all the fun backstage stuff, we were also schlepping all of their equipment and all of that. Like, Jerry Lewis was probably Jerry my Lewis. biggest, just like poke my eye out. Um, may he rest in peace. And so um, we had to schlep all their stuff. And I just remember them saying, oh, we're going to pick up Petula Clark and she's going to perform like, Petula who? Like, what's that? And I remember calling home to my dad and I'm like talking, checking in and he said, I said, oh, yeah, we're some chick named Pachula Clark. He's like, Pachula Clark? Oh, my God. I'm like, Dad, who is she? Like, relax. I don't know who she is. But anyway, so now, you know. To serve
1: with down. love, wouldn't it? Didn't she do "To Serve with Love"? No. Downtown. Was, downtown, 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 downtown. And, yeah. downtown.
3: But did it. she do "Clang Clang"? No, that was somebody that clang, "Clang Clang" with the trolley. That was somebody oh, that's else.
2: that's um
3: that's Judy, Garland, right? Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. Oh, okay. But
1: yeah oh, you
2: we're gonna start taking your card away, Tom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you just did that's you? That's a on Judy Garland
3: word. song. Oh, <laughs> uh, please edit that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's but, staying yeah. in. Okay, good. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, I need to know, and this is a big question I need to know from, uh, if peter vincent is listening or, or participating in this there was a story of peter and i need him to come out and, and, and clarify that because i've said it re- repeated it multiple times do you remember oh. we used to have masquerade mm-hmm, remember that every wednesday night was masquerade doing dancing yeah. in the stars kind of thing and then we would give a bunch of crafts for people to decorate or make whatever they wanted to do the story goes that the night on a thursday evening peter was helping at the short excursion desk and somebody came up to complain and peter in his great way of getting away with stuff said told the person just kind of hold on, and walked behind the the short-scourging desk to the cruise director's office where all that stuff was left over. And somebody had like a a wand, like a little uh, Dorothy wand, or or the Wicked Uh Witch kind of wand. So he comes walking and he says, be gone with you before a house falls on you too. (laughs) Now, how priceless is that to be able to just do that to somebody and i so i want to know if there's truth to that so peter if you're listening i'd like to know if there's truth to that but, i do
0: um, know when he used to do the ballerina on the uh on the uh if i were not upon the seas i do remember him having a wand with a star on it so maybe that's where he oh. got it i don't know but i don't know about that story we'll have to get to peter 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 vincent
3: yeah. pizza yeah. you'll have to tell us <laughs> that story in your luxury uh hotel unlike the campground yes. we were put into <laughs> yeah,
0: I,
2: I would hardly call it luxurious, but compared to your campground, it probably was.
3: Yeah, the, yeah. The, we um, we were talking about this earlier, Scott and I were, were just reminiscing about, um, we were put in, because I think I was, we were there a couple of days before Scott got there because of all his fiasco he had going on. We would tell like the Ray Rouse and Lori, Lori Rizzo was our lead person, the person we reported to mostly, and, uh, and they were like... <laughs> I don't really remember what that is about, but okay. That was Um, that was
0: her walkie-talkie. Remember, we were the Monkey Boys, and then Ray Rouse was what was he he was Kilo Charlie was Kara Whips and Chains was Riz, and uh, anyway.
3: Go on. So so we were there a couple of days before. We were like, oh, these conditions are not really great, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, we are just supposed to be with the, yes, in the hotel. Uh, Well, we didn't. So they got us a, they rented us a van because we were working opposite of the bus schedule. Like there was a bus taking everybody else to, because it was mostly food and beverage, I think, that was stuck out there too. Um, We met some really great, great people um, in the in the food and beverage department while we were out there stro- lounging with the uh, in the cabins. So they rented us a van and it was a stick shift van. I was the only one out of the three of us who could drive it. Because Christian, we keep forgetting about Christian Solderholm being the, one of the first ones there too. Uh, he was one of the, we rounded up the four, the four of us. So I had to, we, I remember just driving this van in France going, okay, wonderful. But it, it was those cool experiences that you you can't really forget about and, rep- and replace them anyway.
1: The same thing that happened to me. I was, I was there years later bringing out ships for Renaissance, but we had a team of purser's and we would have to go back and forth to the ship every now and then from our little campsite in bat I always had to drive. I'm like, I, I was the only American and I'm like, guys, really? I, I'm the one that has to drive? I'm the only one that can drive a stick shift? This is... You're this- right on the other side and the, the roundabouts road. and the roundabouts man that <laughs> on the left got, side of the road that threw me <laughs> no, no it's uh, no, it's, on it's the it's right, a right side it's yeah. the same right but, but oh, the roundabouts yeah. really threw me at first i'd never been through a roundabout and man and and of course my chief purser was this german lady and man when i didn't do those roundabouts <laughs> right man i caught it <laughs> <laughs>
3: what's the right way to do it just stay in line you right?
1: just you just keep going as far as i can figure out i just just
3: get out of my way people i'm coming uh, i
1: would
0: I-, I would totally chevy chase it and just keep going around how do i get out big ben uh,
2: is there or was there like uh, entertainers because you got to work closely with those entertainers and you know there's some pretty big names that came on so did you have a favorite that you liked that that you saw that you were just like oh my god just nicest sweetest and was there somebody that was just a huge pain in the ass
3: well i can start with the pain in the ass real quick right off the top that was jerry lewis yeah Yeah. it it was and he was the biggest disappointment as well i don't know how frank we can get on this program but um i just remember, i just i just remember they, they did a, uh, uh, an episode of the telethon. They recorded stuff on the telethon, mm-hmm. which was all supposed to be live back home. Like, was, oh, we're live. And then, of course, Char was the entertainer mm-hmm. on board there yeah, as well. Right. I just remember him walking around. And when the camera was on, he was bubbly and cordial to everybody. But the millisecond that camera was off, people wanted to talk to him. And he's like, no, I don't have time for you. And just kept walking that was that was one of the things but he would always show up to the ship always with an entourage he'd have his music director his family and whatever and we would and it was grand cayman day that's when yeah. the turnaround was grand cayman day so you couldn't just walk up to the pier no you had to tender over right so we're sitting in that hot sun waiting for him to get there he takes his dear sweet little time and then he comes with like what 20 bags right you had music. as we had
0: black <laughs> nylon shirts black nylon <laughs> pants hundred and fifty thousand uh, degrees in Grand Cayman, and the humidity was a thousand percent. It was, and his yeah. Louis Louis Vuitton forty-five bags,
3: <laughs> even trunks at some time. I mean, it was just that. That's not what really made him a bad person either. I was one of the people who uh, was on duty one day, a uh, port day, and he was in his room, and they had, I think, he had a like a room or a suite next to the cruise director, so he was up in that level somewhere. It wasn't really a sweet, sweet, but it was bigger than our <laughs> big cabins. Right. But he, um, he called the cruise director's office. I answered the phone. He was like, this is Mr. Lewis and blah, blah, blah. I need someone to come move the TV from one side of the uh, room to the other. Okay. Uh, Let me get on that for you. And then I I reported that to Jan or, you know, I escalated because that wasn't my job to move the TVs around. But it was that kind of nitpicky stuff. So he he had always put a sour taste in my mouth for celebrity units. I didn't really care too much for him. Did I really have a favorite? I don't think I had a... Favorite, but I did like meeting Captain and uh mm-hmm. The Fifth Dimension. W- we just heard their song the other day, and I go, "Oh my gosh!" I helped them sell their CDs, and then they autographed one for me and gave it to me, you know, that kind of thing. Ben Vereen. Ben Vereen was always awesome. Mary Wilson always liked when Mary mm-hmm. Wilson came on. Do you uh, remember
0: filling her rider where we had to take case of vitamin D milk to her room so she could take a bath in? That it.
2: was that was Diane Carroll.
0: Dying, oh, it was okay. Diane Carroll, Diane I Carroll, remember I, hearing about that
2: when I, yeah,
0: it was Diane Carroll.
2: She was a real diva. I mean, from what I heard anyway, she was, you know, she had a great performance. I remember watching it, you know, I don't know why she was like backstage, but I remember watching a show and it was really good. But I had heard she was a real diva and she was the milk person from what I remember.
1: I don't remember yeah, meeting but- her. But I, I got into a full shouting match with Mary Wilson. Really? <laughs> yes, a full shouting match. Uh, I, I think um, uh, Sue was Richardson. Chief, Sue Richardson was cheap person. Oh. She basically had to come out and get between us because she was <laughs> so bad.
2: I think wow. I remember that. I think I remember that, Brad, because I think
1: she wouldn't pay for her her entourage. She thought her entourage was getting free drinks. And mm-hmm. I had a letter from the home office saying only her. And she was not happy. And I oh, was wow. not happy. Because <laughs> 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 we were holding the ship up. Oh, got yeah. you. but, you
3: know, I remember her, one of her writers was uh, caviar and Don Perignon in the backstage for her. That was one of the things I remember. And I remember Rain would come on and order cases of beer and all this alcohol. And then they only drink a few and then invite the crew back for a party. Boom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I I uh, have to say ralph would
0: and when be like I, yeah put on what you guys want
2: i do have to say watching mary wilson's show it was also really good she's she's she was a really good singer back stuff i don't know but she I, was a i'm good not singer.
1: i'm not discounting her talent i'm just yeah. i'm just saying that we oh, no, no, really, no, I know. and i'm sure she was uh probably a very pleasant person otherwise but i'm just saying that my run-ins with her and she came back like a month later or something yeah. And then she did not like me at all, <laughs> and I was not a big fan of hers either. Yes, so. no. But we we did not get into a shouting match a second. Yeah, but their
0: shows and yeah. the public and their shows was great. Uh, Todd, yeah, yeah. do you remember this? This was this one. – will have to get my a uh, Murph to tell this story too. But do you remember lifting this twelve hundred pound baby white grand Yamaha piano on a on the stage, off the stage? You know, is yep. a new. You know, we have to lift it up there, and then they had to tune it, and then Jerry Lewis is going to come to a show, um, and he does this bit, oh, lady, you know, this thing where he <laughs> takes this white cane, and he walks over to the piano, and he beats the crap out of this piano, like, full on, like, hitting this piano, and Murph, I, I've never seen anyone move across a lounge that fast to out of there. And down the lounge and yelling at him like, "Quit doing that's a fifty thousand whatever, you know, piano." Murph was like, "Okay, well if you're gonna do that, they got some Lexi like, something, plastic glass uh, or something, so, something." But he cut out a uh, the top of the piano so that was to protect it when he did this, uh, you know, cane bit because. That had to be in the show, and he was going to do it or he wasn't going to perform. So Murph did it. It was white. You couldn't, you know, from the audience, you didn't know that it was a fake piano deal. Right before the show, Jerry Lewis went over there and looked at it, and he was like, No, I don't think so. And he took it off. And uh, Mur- Murph, I don't oh remember my God, that. Uh, he was, he was. He was fit to be tied. Todd, man, I, I got to tell you, it was so so great to talk to you and hear, hear your stories and everything today. Uh, I think that we are going to close it out for today. And uh, this probably will end up going for maybe two parts. We'll, we'll uh, see what we have on the recording there. But thanks so much for being on here. It's great to talk to you and, and see you and hear from you again. Okay. Todd, uh, about your cruise planners, tell everybody about your um, what you do.
3: Whenever you're ready to travel, come sail with cruise planners here in Newark, Delaware go to the world.fun for any cruise specials that are going on. There are a bunch of us that are former crew people that are selling cruises, so come join one of us. That would be great to see you and, and play with you. Todd.Gockley at cruiseplanners.com. Awesome. Brad, Eric, do you guys got anything? Always
2: good to see you, Todd. You know, I, with this COVID stuff, I you know, I didn't get a chance to see you this year, so I'm glad that you are able to come on and we can chat. And...
3: It really does. Hey, boys, thank you so much for doing this. I know that I speak for many of the crew members or fellow crew members current and past that thank you for reaching out and doing this. This is a pretty awesome platform to be
1: doing. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Todd. Thanks, Todd. Good night, Appreciate everybody.
3: It. Hey everyone, the ship is
0: about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast for bonus audio. And if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member, and if you have a story that you would like to tell, or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!